T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Galaxy, and now, oh yeah, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. <sighs> A man with a long white beard recently robbed a Colorado bank, then stepped into the street and began throwing the money in the air, shouting, Merry Christmas! So there really is a Santa Claus. Forty ballet dancers recently performed Swan Lake on the steps of a government building to support the French strike against the government's pension reform. Oddly enough, government workers were happy with the protest. And I use the term protest loosely. The city of Pritchard, Alabama, recently had a typo on 10,000 trash receptacles saying Mobile Country instead of Mobile County. Alabama, even their trash cans are trash. Now on to your Christmas weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast has a slight chance of rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. We'll see you at Champion Simulcast Center and Sports Bar at Hylia Park on Sunday, January 12th for the National Horse Players Championship Qualifier. There's $10,000 in prize money up for grabs, and the winner earns a seat in the Las Vegas Finals. Register now at HyliaPark.com. Ah, the best of, best of the Joe Show on a Christmas Day. Thank you for joining me. I hope your holidays are bright, whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas Festivus for the rest of us, Kwanzaa. Joe Rose Show. Hopefully, they're talking with Manny Diaz, a man that will be happy tomorrow because, once again, we're going to be covering the game right here on 560 The Joe. It is the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. He's got some recruits. He's looking ahead already. Earlier this year, Joe Rose talked with Manny Diaz about recruiting, future signings, Tyler Van Dyke, maybe our new savior, and then no surprises on signing day. Always wonder, after all the work you put in over the last year, how you felt about the recruiting class overall from South Florida to outside of South Florida, and what was the final number, 18 players or 19 players? We got 18 guys okay. uh, right now. We'll obviously have the chance to add some more in February, but uh, we are very pleased with the 18 that we have. You know, we, we, we feel like at every position on the football field, we've added a guy or guys that can improve us. Great leadership in this class. I think a great mentality in this class. You know, I, I mentioned yesterday there's not a guy in this class that they committed to Miami. They took another visit anywhere else. So this is a group that wants to be, uh, they want to be a part of Miami football. They want to be a part of uh, getting Miami football back to where we all know it should be. And uh, and it's been fun seeing these guys come together, stick together, and uh, and now get, get on campus. And, that, and what makes it really unique is 13 of them show up uh, here in, in about three or four weeks from the report from the spring semester. So an opportunity for these guys to really impact our 2020 football team. Somebody said 15. Is that the number you're expecting to come in early? 13. 13, 13. is the number right now that we're expecting okay. to come in, That's which, a, is a, which is a huge number. That's very rare. Uh, Manny, we got so many different things to talk about and everybody's national opinion and local opinions and stuff. How did you feel about Dade and Brower County uh, and the amount? Was it what you thought it would be? I know you've talked about really wanting to own South Florida. How did you feel about that part of it? Well, our recruiting efforts are going to always start at home. They're going to always start at South Florida. Uh, we're going to work from Dade County to Broward to Palm Beach, and then we're going to work the state of Florida. They're going to go nationally from there. I don't think I'll ever be satisfied with the amount of players that we signed from down here. I mean, I, you know, ideally for me, if we could have our entire class 
uh, from down here. That's that's the way I'd want it. Um, but unfortunately, there's a lot of other people that want to sign our, the players from down here as well. And, and we have to put a better product on the field uh, to convince these kids at home that that they can achieve all their goals down here in South Florida. So um, we've got to do our, our, our thorough evaluation. We've got to, have to do a great job in recruiting to, to land these kids. And, and, and again, a lot of that happens uh, sometimes Saturday in the afternoon. Now, the kids that we did get from down here, I got, you know, Don Chaney, we feel like, Donald Chaney, we feel like has been as talented a running back as has been in Dade County uh, the last few years. Uh, an exceptional talent. The guy stayed committed to us from the beginning. Um, Jalen Knighton from Broward County. You know, again, I, w- I was at a spring jamboree when he was in 10th grade where there were about 10 or 12 teams up in Palm Beach County. I thought he was the best player on the field as a 10th grader. So these are, these are elite talents. To have both of them play the same position goes back to what you've seen in Hurricane teams past where two guys want to come into each other, they want to push each other to make each other great and, and create that competition that all great mining teams have had. Coach, I saw Jalen Rivers and Chris Washington, offensive lineman you picked up. Did you get an off- uh, offensive lineman for you? I know that we talked about it all season long with the O-lineman, but Rivers and Washington, that was enough on the O-line? No, we'll, we'll sign more. Um, and we have we have scholarships where, where there will be some possible transfers um, that we may use at that position as well. At times, you don't always know all the transfers that are available by this first December signing day. We want to have some flexibility because at times, or, or again, there's going to be some positions where you're going to want to get some age. Uh, you're going to want to get older. And offensive line is, is, is certainly a spot where we may want to add a, an older head in there, somebody that can come in. And we, we obviously we saw the development of some of the young guys we play with this year, but sometimes you get a little bit older guy in there, it might help, help their development as well. Coach, uh, the quarterback job, in your mind right now, is it wide open again, allowing a guy like Tyler Van Dyke a, a chance to come in and maybe play right away? It has to be because you have to judge – any position on consistency of performance, right? And, you know, we have seen, you know, we've said this over and over again, you know, when Miami gets consistent quarterback play, when Miami gets really good quarterback play, Miami looks really, really good. We had moments of that certainly in 2019, and that's been, I think, the, you know, what we've been teetering on here for a decade. So to, to, we are looking for a guy that is, they'll, they'll quote that greatness is all about being consistently good. And being consistently good really goes back to your preparation. A lot of times it's really your intangibles, and, and what you do in between the Saturdays it really dictates, you know, who you are on Saturday. And that's what we really like about Tyler. Tyler's got the big physique and the arm talent and to do all these things and, and, and blew us away when he came through for us at summer camp. But Tyler's a ball junkie. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a, a quarterback's quarterback. He's a guy that wants to be the, the first guy in the building, the last guy to leave the building. Um, you know, everybody saw the viral Drew Brees video that came out this week. You know, I mean, you got to have that type of mentality in your quarterback room to, uh, to really excel. Coach, I love the Orange Park Oak Leaf uh, uh, combination of guys. Jalen Rivers and Chance Williams uh, look like really two great gets for for your program. Did you feel that way? Absolutely. Those are two young men that it's crazy. I think I met them on a field when they were in eighth grade at Oak Leaf, which is obviously the school where Shaq Quarterman went. Uh, so that's been a long recruiting effort on those two. Um, really, I mean, great players. I mean, you know, Jalen. You mentioned Washington, but Jalen they give us tackle bodies. Uh, which is something we've struggled to, to, to find and to recruit over the last couple of years. And then Chance Williams, an elite pass rusher off the edge. So, you know, to be able to, to, be able to get those size guys, has been a, it will be a real big boost to our program. Safety spot also, Jalen Harrell and Keyshawn Washington, two guys you signed early yesterday. Uh, what's, the, what's the thoughts on those two? Jalen, we felt like, might be as good as any defensive back in all of Dade County uh, this year. Jalen's got positional flexibility because he's played corner. Um, you know, he can r- range the middle of the field. Run the middle field at safety, you know, can fix, fix, uh, figure as a nickel and a dime. Just, just there's so many things that he can do, uh, which really excites us of getting him into our into our defensive system. Keyshawn is going to be enormous. I mean, Keyshawn is such a big kid. I'm really excited to see what he's going to look like. He's got such a big frame and and can really cover ground uh, the way he runs. 
and and then Brian Balaam as well from from Miramar, who's a guy that great example of, of evaluating guys from down here from Dayton Broward County that that show up as a senior and play great. He played great at our summer camp, earned earned his uh, um, earned his way with a scholarship offer by by playing great a senior year, and uh, we love his mentality. And again, a guy that that really bleeds orange and green. Coach, when you're sitting around there on National Signing Day, like we were yesterday morning, and, and you get in there, you got a pretty good idea where everybody's going. We got a couple of guys that might go to UM. Did you already have a pretty good idea whether a guy was going to go to Nebraska or Oregon, or do you have a feel, or are you guys waiting just like we are? We have a, we had a pretty good idea. There were there were not a lot of surprises for us yesterday. Um, like I said, the 18 that we consider committed all. The ones that you know, that, that, and that's why we laid out the rules. I mean, look, I mean, you 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 have to have some intention to show what degree of all in, and, and that's fine. Doesn't mean we're not still recruiting guys, but you also know that the recruiting never stops, and recruiting for that position never stops. So you know, there's there's already guys at positions that we've been looking at carrying into the uh, into the February signing date, and uh, so no, there's there's not there's not a lot of there's not a lot of surprises on. Uh, Foundation. Coach, coach, I've heard this, and, and I, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you about it because the text machine was was blown up yesterday about Dade County and in the inner city schools and stuff, and and they need a different guy to recruit that area. Do, do you feel good about your guys recruiting certain parts of, of South Florida, or, or do you have to make changes? Is it about relationships? Uh, I know you look at all that stuff. What are your thoughts? It's about the kids, and I think we have to look at it. Okay, okay, what kids are there at what level? player are they and where are they going and i think that's all a part of it you know so i mean when when i look at you know so you look at every kid in the county and say, okay why does kid not come why this kid not come why this kid not come where did he go where did he go where did he go you know so you're trying to find out is are you really losing battles are these guys that you're really after you know because the the you know there, there are certain years you know for example i mean i mean the 2021 class in the city is is absolutely loaded uh, next year based off the evidence of, of where of where everybody went this year was that the case this year you know, and time will tell. Look, also right. time will tell. That's you know, right. These guys go to college, and, and then they're going to play. But there's a lot of things that go into the evaluation of whether these guys are going to be the, the right fit and the, and the best players. So, like I said, there's nothing we'd want more than to not have to drive shoot, barely across the Broward County line, let alone past Palm Beach County, to, to get our entire class. But it's got to come down to a guy-by-guy basis. I think it's too easy um, to just cast a net and say, well, you know, we, you know, every year there's going to be these guys from here that are going to be these guys. Well, okay, let's 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 analyze who they are. But make no mistake, we have been the county, right. and even in the four years that I've been here, and, and uh, you know, when I was even just you know in response to the defensive side of the ball, it, it has been it has always been our first priority. Coach, yesterday also. Uh... You know, Shaq and Pickney are both leaving, but she picked up a couple linebackers to replace them. But those are some tough shoes to fill on that defense of yours, those two linebackers. But you picked up a couple guys. Yeah, we love the two that we got. Uh, Corey Flagg, very instinctive kid uh, from a great program. Uh, championship they're playing for this week. And the coach, you know, you're going to walk in that program. He said, the best player on my team is Corey Flagg. Um, he's just that guy, program guy, hard, hardest working guy on the team. Uh, Tyree Gossman Cave is a, is, a, is a runner and a hitter. That's probably a speed element that we've not had a linebacker. And then we add those two to, to Avery Huff and, and Sam Brooks, you know, from Northwestern a year ago. Uh, we think we've got four really, really special young linebackers. And how cool did they get to learn from Zach McLeod this spring? And we get, you know, your BJ Jennings and Wayne and Steve, you know, from Central coming back as well. So, no, I'm excited about what we've got in the linebacker and the great competition this spring. Coach, a lot of those guys get to play, right? are going to get a, a chance to play, right? A lot of these jobs got to be wide open, and especially guys playing early spring football to have a chance to play next year. I can't see anybody on our football team right now convinced that they're going to be a starter at Miami in 2020. I mean, I think we've got a great spring competition coming 
coming up right now. But no, you know, I don't know if anybody, you know, even the guys you've had really good years, and we, we have to have a mentality that we build this right. all over again, and everything starts from zero. So um, that's what I think is unique about having 13 of these young men coming onto our campus here in January, where they can not only getting into our developmental lift program, but but to get into spring practice and and really create a competition. I, and, the, and the story I relayed yesterday, it reminds me of when, you know, you, you mentioned Shaq and Pickney in the cloud. It's like when those guys showed up and there were some older guys that were, you know, kind of laissez-faire, like, oh, you know, these young kids, what do they, what do they know and whatever. And those guys stormed right by them and took their job. And that's, that is the thing that, that has been the missing element. Look, I mean, there's two things. And I'll give you a great example. Like the, the Miami Heat, what a great example of watching them play last night. You might subtract some non – you build a culture – and you might have some guys that aren't really all in on culture. Sometimes you by subtracting those guys out of your culture and adding a couple other guys into your culture. And how many how many stars would a recruiting service recruiting service have ranked Kendrick Nunn if, if, when they signed Kendrick Nunn, you know, or even Tyler Hero? But you look at what those guys do in the lineup, and you already have a culture built, which is what we're establishing. And then you continue to get some of these type of guys into your program. You look at the wide receivers that we're adding in ter- terms of Daz Warsham, Michael Redding, who IMG they they, they rave about his his. His toughness and his work ethic at IMG, Xavier Restrepo, you know, just just a competitive baller, right? That's how all of a sudden you start to rebrand a team that wants to not be defined by talent and sit around and, and bemoan the fact that we're so talented. How do we lose to these quote unquote lesser talented teams? And you start to get a team that says, Hey, you know what? We got a bunch of hardworking, competitive dudes. You know what I mean? Who, by the way, happen to be talented, but we're not going to define ourselves by our talent. We're going to define ourselves by the fact that we're competitive and hard work because we sit here and we talk about signing day and trying to bring in talent, but no one ever seems to think in the fall that talent is our issue. Whatever everybody thinks on signing day, it seems like when we get to the fall, the talent is always enough. Well, is talent enough? Or are you looking for a mentality of God? Okay, we go back to the Canes days way back in the, in the past, right? Always, always uh, undervalued by the recruiting services, right? But what did they have? They had a, 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 a chip on their shoulder and that competitive edge about them right. that made them grace. So this has all been done before. And so, you know, look, wherever we get ranked, we get ranked. I'm proud of the class we have. I'm proud of, you know, despite all the ups and downs and the bad losses we had this year, uh, for us, for these kids to stick together and, and for us to have, you know, whatever the rankings are, they are. But I, I really love the mentality of these guys. I can't wait to get them on our campus. By the way, you got to get a whole bunch of Don, uh, that Cheney kid. I mean, my guy, that kid was had a chance to spend some time with he and his mom and dad. Uh, that guy's better than any recruiter you have on the staff right there, Coach. Jeez, that guy got after it, man. That, he was all in on talking. About, I never heard a guy talking about competition, like wanting to bring in like a zillion running backs because he wanted to compete against guys. And I thought. These guys want to be, they yeah, want to be great. That was and and they, they know how it happens. Thank you so much, Coach, for coming on, man. Really appreciate it this morning. Thank you. My pleasure, Joe. Got to get excited, not just for the Canes' future, but the present. Tomorrow, the Independence Bowl, Walk-On's Independence Bowl in Shreveport. Not the most exciting city in the world, and I can say that because I'm from Louisiana, but I'm from New Orleans, South Louisiana. It's going to be a good game. Kickoff at 4 o'clock, pregame, postgame, whole game, right here on 560 The Joe. Merry Christmas once again. Up next, going to get Merry with Dan Levitard and his Merry Men. Stugatz, he has some apologizing to do, and so does Sedano. It's the best of The Joe Show. Back at you on the best of the best of the Joe Show. Running back, not just some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours, but since it's Christmas, some of the best audio we've ever heard on this show. And this show is award-winning. I don't know what awards, but nonetheless. I am Dan Day, and in the middays, you can hear Dan Lebitard. Listening back, Dan Lebitard, so many gems from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. But one that I really, really enjoyed was Stu Gott's apologizing, and then Sedano not apologizing because he did something, but he didn't do it right, although he should apologize. Doesn't make sense. 
The Dan Levitard Show doesn't always make sense, but we're diving headfirst into it right now. So Stugatz is rarely actually sorry. He apologized a lot, but none of us think he's ever sincere with his apologies. But he legitimately got fans of this show mad at him on Saturday because we throw these parties uh, for Miami and gratitude, uh, and they've been great fun, and each of them has gotten bigger and better, and Stugatz, uh, people think it's a bit with Stugatz about not going to show, and he felt bad about not showing up and sort of throwing it in the faces of everybody that he hadn't shown up. And so I heard him talking about this during the break, and uh, he wanted to publicly apologize in a way that he doesn't do very frequently. Is that the the general gist of what's going to happen here now? Yeah, it's been weighing on me, and uh, I, I do. I, I feel really, really bad. I don't apologize often, but this time I feel like there is a need to apologize in a way that is genuine and sincere and, and not defensive. So who is this directed toward? This is directed toward just uh, people who were there that night or just fans of the show? Fans of the show. I want to thank everyone for for being here today on such short notice. Very difficult day. Tough day. I did not realize that my actions would cause such great harm to so many people. The fallout was more than I ever could have anticipated, and for that, I am truly sorry. To the people who criticize me for not attending an event that they themselves did not attend, the Stugats is strong of you, and I'm proud of you. I apologize to the listeners of the show for risking the good career I had going at the time and starting a radio station called 790 The Ticket in Miami. <laughs> I apologize for not starting the station unless Dan Lebitard, who had never really done radio before, agreed to be our afternoon drop. I apologize for thinking he'd be good at this. I am truly sorry for saving the podcast. I am deeply sorry for the 15 years of amazing content that you got for free. Apologies to the listeners for pouring my life out to you on the radio for 15 years, sometimes at the risk of lifelong friendships and my own marriage. I did an entire show as Guy Fieri. Sorry about that. After the show, I walked through the airport as Guy Fieri. Apologies. I feel terrible. I certainly apologize for being a bigger hit at Dan's wedding than the bride. I'm sorry Dan Patrick was too. I'm sorry Dan decided to start throwing himself birthday parties and I can't be at every one of them. Sorry he charges you to be there. Sorry that you become a tax write-off. Sorry if you think you are actually invited to Dan's birthday. Apologies for perhaps the first time in my career putting my daughters ahead. Now to the fans who were at Moss Miami and to the guys I work with, I am truly sorry. I understand why you'd be upset having to pay to go to Dan's birthday. <laughs> Listen, when you've done something wrong, all you could do is tell those people that you love them, that you apologize, and I truly hope somehow I can make it up to all of you one day. To everyone else, sorry, not sorry. And if you want to make it up to me, go to levitardaf.shop and only buy my t-shirts. <laughs> Sorry. All right. There it is. It's, Feel better. It felt more like an acceptance speech than it did. It felt like a lifetime achievement award just that with some sentences that started I'm with I'm sorry. It's tough, man. Listen, when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I'm trying to set an example here for everyone else. For the I kids. Mean, yes, for the kids. For the Listen. kids. It takes great humility to admit in public uh, your flaws. 
I'm sorry, everyone. I mean, I just, uh, I'm sorry. I wanted to be there. I couldn't be there. I went on social media. I started to feel it. And, uh, and I do apologize to the people who were there. The people who weren't there. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Mr. Gantz is strong in you. <laughs> Sedano finally did something. Sedano finally did something for the show, for us. He's been shamed, right? He's been shamed by that guy who's become a friend of the local hour. Uh, it's a UCF basketball uh, analyst who is dropping show references all over the place. Mike O'Donnell. Uh, and if you haven't heard this guy, let's set up uh, him first before we get to what Sedano finally did for us. I want to see if this counts. Izzy so far is the real failure. Uh, but we go out to a submarine somewhere uh, submerged in central Florida where uh, this announcer grabbed some sort of tin can uh, from a string where he is calling UCF basketball games from this submarine. This guy's got to get on bigger gigs. Okay. This guy's good. He gets the show. He is the perfect broadcaster for us. But when he gets the bigger gigs, he has to continue down this path. Yes, because uh. then we'll be able to hear the well, sound. They of- will not let him. They will not let him continue because he's being reckless. I'm surprised they even let him now. But he here he is calling UCF basketball. Drew Felios alongside the former UCF point guard, Mike O'Donnell. Both of these squads coming in, Mike, playing some pretty doggone good basketball. They've won their last four straight. You know, as much as I love rock we on a Wednesday, Sunday afternoon hoops is the best, especially during Christmas time. Tied at 26. Strong to the goal. And a nice reverse for Darren Green Jr. Tell you what, he is so athletic. Man, about as smooth as Hefe in a local hour. I mean, that was just big time. Smith puts his shoulder down and scores. Miller wanted a charge. Colin Smith, rim, collision course. Riller hanging oh, with the on, left man. hand. Come on, man. The kid can scoot. Riller. The kid can scoot, Ari. Is there anything that gets by you? No. I have no life through. Colin Smith! Oh, goodness! When they have the hammer, you gotta use it! Wow! <laughs> And so good, Sedano and Izzy promised us that they would do it, but they got scared. Uh, Izzy just said he choked. He choked. He got scared. And then he, li- he he sort of limped in on, he was supposed to say freaking with you on a Friday with LeBron. And he just said kind of a freaky Friday. It was, it, it was not a good effort. Sedano was supposed to say rocking with you on a Wednesday on his a uh, day before Thanksgiving game, and he said how your teammates were rocking with you. He didn't say Wednesday, so he failed. So Sedano, he tried to work it in last night. Sedano and Izzy have been failures. So does it count the uh, the very late Sports Center when he does this? Sandler, KG, and a cameo by Paul Pierce on Sports Center on Wednesday. That's pretty cool. You have Sandler and KG and Paul Pierce rocking with you on a Wednesday. You're on Sports Center, Neil. George Sedano, he's a gem. Ah, <sighs> the jury. I'm going Man. to say. C plus. It kind of counts. Well, the the visuals were good because he seemed very pleased with himself when the camera came into himself and he sort of winked at our audience. But I also feel that Sports Center is a freer space to do that than the NBA sideline reporting where the coach is standing next to you and you're you're pooping yourself a little bit. Not only that, Dan, this was again, everybody knows my public feud with George Sedano. Obvious <laughs> um obvious copying of my style and my yeah. drip with the turtleneck and gray suit combo. But again, that's another story for another day. That was a lack 
lackluster effort <laughs> on a on a one thirty a.m. Sports Center. <laughs> what are you going to give me on one thirty a.m.? Nobody's even awake. I'm so torn on this because I side with Tony, but this is George's first year doing something that's really important to him. Perhaps he should not have agreed to do it on the sidelines, but he did. And so I'm torn as to whether or not I should criticize him or not, um, because I know how much this thing means to him and how much he cares about it. This is no knock on George Sedano, but is there anything in sports that you have to respect less than the sideline interview? <laughs> like, I, I'm not saying I don't even mean that as a slight at George. You should care about your work. Take your work seriously and not yourself seriously. It seems like a compliment. Apparently, a 130 Sports Center hit is something you respect less because he's willing to do it there. Well, Neil Everett. I guess. We've been doing this. We've been doing this for years. We've, thank you. That is the end of the poll question. Uh, we've been doing this for years going way back randy moeller the hockey panthers announcer he would just look this is what we want we want someone who respects it less we want somebody who is reckless randy moeller did this for uh the radio audience they would just submit again and again pop culture phrases movie phrases anything that would make us laugh rap lyrics an assortment of things that they would send us and mcafee did that for us some this year he did it gracefully he did it well he worked in a super necessary one yeah he, 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 he kind of stopped at some point, but it was fine. He did a couple for us. Okay, he did a couple for us, but we're trying to get back to our heyday of Randy Moeller hockey goal calls. Where Grandma keeps the good stuff. He was so good. Billy, you were lost for the last four minutes of this show. Well, you me, were not. You were looking for Randy Moeller sound for us, this, and I'm sitting here just filibustering. It's why I always get in trouble. Hold on, you'll get your chance to say something here, but it's why I always get obnoxious gas bag because people have no earthly idea how many times I'm covering for the inefficiencies of everybody in this room. Billy, you were gone for the last four minutes of the show where I couldn't reach you because you were searching for Randy Moeller sound and. Look at what you made the punchline to Filling the finish it. of this show. Well, here's the thing. Everybody oh, back boy. here, when we're filibustering, decides they need to be the funny guy. And every time someone back here is a funny guy, I can't hear anything because I was helping it takes him over fill. the speaker. So I can't preview the sound to make sure that something wasn't said So you limped in with that garbage and ruined the end safe. of the segment. I, I mean, probably it's me. I should probably be the one that's here for you. But I was reading all the praise about my apology. That is some Christmas delight right there. Stugatz with that heartfelt apology. And Sedano needing to step up his game. We're stepping it up today. It is Christmas Day, but I'm working because I'd rather spend Christmas with you than my family. That's saying a lot. Mm, sort of. I am Dan Day. Spend more than just Christmas, Wendy. Step into the day spa and my weird musings by going to my Twitter page at Dan Day Radio. It'll be your Christmas gift to me and my Christmas gift to you because I will give you some knowledge on that Twitter page. Up next, we're going cheers to why not cheers it up on a Christmas day with Hawk and Crowder. This is the best of the Joe show. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. This is the best of the Joe show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this show over the past year. Yes, that's right. It is a special Christmas edition. Best of best of the Joe show. I am Dan Day. I'm my best of every day. Dan Day all day every day. Join me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio, and then join me on the radio here at 560 The Joe and 790 The Ticket weekdays from 3 to 6 on the Hawk and Crowder Show. This episode of the Hawk and Crowder Show sees Hawk, Crowder, Alejandro Solana, and myself giving some cheers to. Who are you cheersing to this Christmas Day? Maybe Santa Claus. He ran around the world giving toys to everybody that was good. I did not get any presents, probably because what you're about to hear. 
right, let's get to a little bit of cheers, too. This is for a $50 gift card, Funky Buddha Brewery. We love our friends at the Funky Buddha. By the way, Dolphins have sent out a press release. They have signed linebacker Calvin Munson off New England's practice squad. We have breaking news. Here's... (laughs) I think I got the order of that wrong. They have placed linebacker Raekwon McMillan on injured reserve. They have signed linebacker Calvin Munson off New England's practice squad. All right. Okay, all right. Just start Josh Rosen Sunday. Stop with all the the nonsense. Start Josh Rosen. Lose the game. Um, All right, so... Cheers to you're playing for a $50 gift certificate to Funky Buddha Brewery in Oakland Park. We love the tap room there. When you're there, take my advice, get the Yucca Tots. They are fine. Let's play the big old open here for uh, Cheers to. Let's play Cheers to. <laughs> As poorly produced as anything we've ever had. You can hear where the sound comes in. Like, it's just terrible. I'll work on something else, do Punky Buddha Brewery Tap Room in Oakland Park. We love that place. Some great beers and blah, blah, blah. So great we'll go food. around the room. We'll give you our cheers, too. And then uh, we'll go to the phone call. Someone's going to win $50. That funky Buddha. All right, I am giving cheers to. Anybody watch the uh, Panthers game last night? No. Watch any of that, uh, Solana, or you're just watching the beat? There you go. There's our Panthers sound. Is that an answer? Noel Achari posted his first NHL hat trick last night for the Panthers. And so I give cheers to Noel Achari. From the Panthers, got the must-win victory over Ottawa, and Noel Achari netted a hat trick. I do not understand, though, people throwing hats on the ice. You lose your hat. No, 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 I understand why people do it. I don't understand why you would want to show up at a sporting event with a hat and go home without a hat. Because you sacrifice for the love of your your player, baby. But I applaud for him, like... (laughs) If there's a hattie, you gotta throw your hat. My kid used hezzy on me the other day. He said the word or he hit you with a hezzy? No, <laughs> he said the word hezzy. <laughs> and I immediately thought of you and Solana. My that, two D bag friends. That's Tyler Hero's best move. Using the term hezzy. I mean, he has the hezzy in his arsenal. <laughs> arsenal. Really, one of my least favorite moments on the show ever. Solana saying he's got a great hezzy, and uh, Crowder following it up with, well, who's got a good hezzy in the uh, – and I'm scratching my head. Three days later, my kid's like, dude, did you see this hezzy? He's showing me some clip on Instagram. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, get with the times, Hawk. Who uh, who are you giving cheers to there, hezzy? I'm giving cheers to Steven Adams. 
Oh, I love that. The Thunders and the Bulls were tied at 106 to 106 late in the fourth quarter. A couple seconds left, and he goes to the foul line. He ends up making one and missing one, but the Thunder end up winning 109 to 106. But after the game, and you're so used to these professional athletes saying, oh, you know, you went to the line. Hey, that's what I do. Been doing it a million times. Born that way. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Steven Adams said with that accent that I can't do, I absolutely poop my pants. It's pretty tough. I don't. You don't realize how much pressure it is. I love that honesty. He uh, he was on the post game show and literally used the curse word. Yes, which was funny as hell. <laughs> yes. So that's what I love. I love honest athletes, and I love Stephen Adams. When I saw the, when I saw him say it, and he didn't say poop, he did say the sh word. I love the honesty, and I love his openness. So my cheers to is the Stephen Adams. I like that. Uh, Salandria, who are you giving cheers to? That's your thing now, huh? I'm giving cheers to Norwegian Cruise Line. Norwegia? What? We got a Falero situation on our hands. Specifically, the NTL Sky, the boat. It's the Sky. This upcoming weekend, I will be on the Sky. It's my best friend. He's getting married. It's his bachelor party. This is what I was thinking about. I, I, I had something in the back of my head. You were talking about dropping thousands of dollars at the club in the 3 o'clock hour. Yeah. And Solana and I were looking at each other like, wow, what a life, what a life. And I knew there was something I want to say. Couldn't remember what it was. And now I do. I saw you post on social media. How old are you, buddy? 25? 25. This is his seventh time on this cruise ship. Ninth. Ninth time on this cruise ship. So weird as hell. Like, talk about some dude that's living the life. This dude, this 25-year-old radio producer... Going on his ninth cruise, probably more cruises than that, but ninth on this particular ship. I don't know what's going on with the Hezzy, but hit him with the Hezzy, Solana. Go ahead. That's why I got to give my cheers to the NCL Sky, my ninth time going on the NCL Sky this weekend. You're a trust fund, baby. I mean, that's crazy. They're the cheapest cruises. It's all you can drink. It's literally a super cheap cruise. It's just the weekend. I only have to miss one show. It's the perfect. It's the perfect vacation. Nine cruises. That's impressive. People will go their entire lives without this, taking nine cruises. A bachelor party on a cruise. That was the cheapest option. Okay, Don't have just, to fly anywhere. Foods included. Hey, drinks are included. better than going to Epcot. I'm sure that was uh, choice one <laughs> A. I'm with you. Dan Day, can you hit him with the hezzy? Yeah, absolutely. You already know who I'm going with, but let me explain it. Don't correct me right away. I'm going with my man, Drew Brees, of course. He got the touchdowns records for the most in a career or most in the NFL. He also highest completion percentage for one game. But I'm giving him credit for going 30 for 31 last night. You know why? Well, it was 29 for 30. 30 for 31 because I'm guaranteeing he made – first of all, that owner's box was looking very good last night. I'm pretty sure he made a connection after the game, and he turned his bedroom into his own personal funky Buddha tap room. Whoa. Whoa. Look at that. Well done, Dan Day. Dan Day always bringing it strong. Elizabeth in Texas. This is the big one, Elizabeth. Who are we giving cheers to? Hey guys, how y'all doing? Um, first good. of all, today's my birthday, and I just wanted to thank y'all for giving me the opportunity to call in on my birthday. So happy thank birthday! Oh, uh, we have you. LeBron James singing <laughs> "Happy Birthday" for her. Hold on, Elizabeth. LeBron James <laughs> happened to be walking around the studio here, and he wanted to sing "Happy Birthday" to you. Happy right. birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Get your big soft Thank ass you, out of the studio. Thank you. He didn't hear you. He left already. There you go. Wow. Who are you giving cheers to, oh, Elizabeth? No. So, I don't know if y'all did this already, but my cheers, too, goes to Miles Garrett, and that's for Mace, and that's for getting kicked by Mason Rudolph in the words of Channing Crowder. Couldn't get this out of my head the whole time I heard this, but um, in the words of Channing Crowder, getting kicked in the wee-wee. <laughs> in the wee-wee. So, man got kicked couldn't in get the that out of my head after I heard it, but All thank right. y'all for that. Getting kicked in the wee-wee. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, oops, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Birthday girl, Elizabeth. Pete in Miramar. Who are you giving cheers to, Pete? Woo! My cheers goes to that boy, 50 Cent. And all the boys out there that stick up for their homeboys. Eminem tried to get lyrically jumped by Nick Cannon and them ducks. But 50 backs it up, baby. I, yeah, you know I, what I'm talking about. I saw well. I I don't really. I saw the story of Nick Cannon and uh, Eminem, but I didn't know Fifty Cent backed up Eminem because I know they're they're boys. They're Is that what happened? But do you really need help if Nick Cannon attacks you? You shouldn't. What, he had a drumstick. <laughs> yeah. See, man, hell with Nick Cannon, little dumb, soft little bastard. Hey, I don't know about that. Fifty, leave it alone. Dom, Dom, who you giving? <laughs> Who are you giving cheers to, Dom? Oh, this is the guy that comes up. Look okay, what his, his phone comes up on the caller ID, fake Hawkman. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me, guys. That's me, guys. So, so hear me out on this one. My cheers to goes out to Mike Tannenbaum. Because the other day, Crowder was talking about Mike Tannenbaum, how he's full of it on TV, and I agree with you 100% with him. Mike Tannenbaum could go and take his doo-doo bag somewhere else, talking all that crap. <laughs> His his colostomy bag. Get it out of here. George in Broward. George, who are you giving cheers to? Hey, now. Hey, now. I'm giving cheers to all those people who bring their jello shots to the Christmas party and get everybody ripped. <laughs> That's my Uncle Vic. He brings the jello shots? Uncle Vic and Aunt Val bring jello shots to any event we go to. Kids' birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> They will have a bag of Jello shots. I'm like, Vic and Val, thank you. But, but you know what happens? Like, a lot of times you go to these parties, and there's people, and they don't party a lot. So they go, oh, Jello with a little touch of alcohol in it. This will be fun. Then they pee to bed. Yeah, and they don't realize. That's a good one, George. I, I like, like that. that Eddie in Pompano. Who are you giving cheers to, Eddie? I'm going to give mine to Shannon Crowder. Hey. <laughs> what I do? Well, I do want to thank uh, for, uh, for the boys and girls club with Fort Lauderdale. Oh, that is strong. That is strong. Tomo- not tomorrow. Thursday yeah. is the Channing Crowder Toy Drive for the Boys and Girls Clubs in Broward County. We'll tell you exactly where we're going to be and how you can help out. That is a good one. Jeff. A good one. Jeff in Margate. Who are you giving cheers to, Jeff? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, I just want to give a cheer out. I know this is a sports station, but um, I'm going to go academic, and I apologize. But uh, it's, it's for my daughter, uh, Carly, she uh, just graduated um, with an A degree in a year and a half, straight A's, and now she got accepted to UCF. So I'm really proud of her. I'm taking her up there in January. So that's my cheers, buddy. Oh, that's a good one. I like it when people keep it uh, personal. All right, uh, Elizabeth celebrating a birthday. Cheers to Miles Garrett. Pete gave cheers to 50 Cent for backing up his guy Eminem. Dom gave cheers to Mike Tannenbaum and his colostomy bag or something along those lines. 
Uh, George, cheers to the person that brings jello shots to the party. Eddie, cheers to Channing Crowder for doing the toy drive for the uh, kids. And uh, Jeff, giving cheers to his daughter Carly, just graduated with straight A's and she's going to UCF. I am voting for George with the jello shots. I think that's uh I think that's worthy of getting cheers too. That is a person that you you gotta tip your hat to. Who are you voting for? I like Eddie because he gave cheers to me, but I don't think I can vote for myself. So I'm going with Elizabeth. It was a long time ago. And for her to remember, wee wee, because I did use every word in my arsenal of how to say a man's private parts on that day after that Brown Steelers game. So, yes, Miles Garrett did get kicked and punched in the wee wee. I'm giving my cheers to Elizabeth. Could have used the Yiddish word, schmeckle. A little schmeckle. Schmeckle. I'll give you a little in front of schmeckle. Are, are there big schmeckles? Solana, you'll be the deciding vote here. Is it Elizabeth, who is celebrating a birthday, by the way, or is it George, who's calling somewhere mysterious in Broward County? As much as I want to give it to the birthday girl, and I hope she has the best birthday ever, it's got to be George and gotta the be Jello George. Shots. Yeah, it's Jello Shots. Be Jello Shots are strong on. Congratulations, George. You've got $50 at Funky Buddha Brewery, the tap room in Oakland Park. We love that place. They've got their Maple Bacon Coffee Porterfest coming up uh, January 11th. Yes, sir. January 11th. So there you go. Enjoy yourself. $50 at Funky Buddha Brewery on us. And cheers to you on this Christmas day for spending it with me. We're having our own little Christmas party. Basketball continuing tonight. My Pelican's going to be playing in just a little bit. Woo! Download the podcast for this show or any of the shows that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours or over the past couple days by going to our website, wqam.com, or you can go to the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com, or you can go wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. I'm throwing in the website as many times as I possibly can because I want you to download the podcast, download the podcast, download the podcast. And if you like the best of the best of the Joe show on this Christmas day, ooh, double your pleasure, double your fun. I'll be back with another edition right after this with the best of the best of the Joe show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.